In this shortcast, Meryl Hermans from the Department of Pediatrics at Amsterdam UMC discusses neuropsychological stability in classical galactosemia, a pilot study in 10 adult patients, published in January 2024. We know from previous studies that patients with classical galactosemia suffer from cognitive impairment. Both intelligence and neuropsychological functioning are lower than average with a large variation. And in recent years, there's been a debate about the progressive nature of classical galactosemia. And it has been found that intellectual functioning remains stable, but we do not actually know whether neuropsychological functioning also remains stable. And this is important because there's a disadvantage of using intelligence tests because it's mostly one score and IQ is more resilient to age and brain injury. So neuropsychological assessments focus more on those cognitive domains, are often corrected for age and education and are therefore more sensitive for assessing cognitive change. So therefore we were curious about neuropsychological stability in classical galactosemia. So we evaluated 10 adults that had two neuropsychological assessments in a period of four years. All had no intellectual disability, so they all had an IQ above 70 or independent work or living situations. And we examined information processing speed, executive functioning, verbal fluency and visual spatial functioning. And we did not found any meaningful differences in those cognitive domains between the first and second measurement. We did find a decline in the trail-making test. So the trail-making test measures information processing speed, but this decline is most likely due to two patients with very high scores on the first assessment and average scores on their second assessment, uh, which can be attributed to the statistical phenomenon of regression to the mean. So therefore, this result is not meaningful. And it's also uh, that the other tests measuring information processing speed were not different between the two assessments. So even though this is only a first pilot study, it adds to the current evidence that a classical galactosemia is not a progressive disorder, but future longitudinal studies are necessary with longer time intervals and larger sample sizes to replicate this finding. But for now, repetitive neuropsychological assessment is not necessary in adulthood. But of course, it is still important to listen to the cognitive complaints of patients. As for all adults with concerns regarding cognition, it is important to assess whether this concern belongs to healthy or pathological cognitive aging. Thank you, Meryl. If you'd like to read this paper, please click the link in the podcast description or go to the JIMD Reports webpage. Thank you for listening. 